0: Thanks for tuning in to episode 65 of the Plug and Play podcast. I am your host, Zach, and alongside me as always this, Tim.
2: Welcome, minions.
0: So, if you guys can't tell, I'm extremely tired this week, and that's because it's been a long, long week. So, Tim, so I can catch a little bit of a snooze, why actually you tell us what you've been up to this oh,
2: week? I'll bet you wish I did a lot more, because my week was not super exciting. Um, the two highlights, probably, for this week were taking the family to the pumpkin patch um we've been to the... I wanted to go what's up? yeah was, I wanted to like go was like the one day that had good weather too so hey. we got lucky um I saw pictures of other people that went like the next day and they're all like huddling under the tarps and like got coats yeah, on getting, and like yeah that was me outside oh
0: never it Was well, wait till my okay never mind. Yeah.
2: so yeah went to the pumpkin patch it wasn't like sunny but it was not raining so that was good and um we go to the same place every year, uh, Busy Farms.
0: Oh, nice. The one right down the road from us? Yep. Nice. I mean, is that actually a really big farm? It's pretty big.
2: Um, is it really? Like rock? the ride on the tractor to where you actually get the pumpkins was pretty, I mean, it felt like 10 minutes. It was probably shorter than that, but we were on that. Wow, trip. that's
0: insane. I was just driving by and I was like, oh, that's a really small, ass farm. Well, that's just
2: the front of it, though, because it goes back a long ways. I
0: didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. That's
2: cool. So you pay your entry fee, which is a little steep at $10 per person, but... You get a lot for that. You get the pumpkin that I just talked about that you go pick yourself after you.
0: Oh, that's not bad at all.
2: No, no, because you also get a hot drink, which is a coffee, hot cocoa, or cider. Um, you get um, all sorts of activities for the kids. There's like a hay bale maze, which is like a, a maze in a barn, but it's like chest height, so you can totally see them.
0: Nice. They're like, I'm lost. Help, help.
2: And then they got I'm like so a, a ball pit, but instead of balls, it's corn. So no. like little children are burying each other. That's pretty funny to watch.
0: Is it corny? Ah. Yeah,
2: that's corny. Yeah. My favorite part was like these kids were burying their brother, and the two, <laughs> the two supervisors like when they started putting uh, corn over their face and their nose and their nostrils and their mouth. Like, no, no, you can't, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> you could bury him. They're like you could bury, bury him, but you can't bury him.
0: He's like, we're just gonna leave him here to die. He's your guys's problem now. And thanks. Yeah, we didn't like Jimmy anyways.
2: So I will have to give a shout out to my daughter who, um, this year,
0: buried her brother. Oh, that is rude.
2: <laughs> he, um, she. Last year, she was frustrated that we didn't make it through the corn maze. So they give you a little map, but even with the map, you totally get lost. So this year, she actually made us wait um, outside the, the corn maze, and they had a little fire pit, so it was actually all right to wait. And she took a pen and she went through the map and figured out the route ahead of time. And we totally made it through the corn maze with no missteps. Like, we weren't, we weren't lost at all.
0: Oh, freaking high five, Tim's daughter. Right,
2: so, um, yeah, she's got some dungeon crawling experience going on there. So, proud of her. And there's other yeah. stuff to do. There's a-
0: I don't ever want to DM her freaking dungeon dragons matches. She'll kick my butt every time. She'll be like, I already got this mapped out. Yep. she get
2: her little uh, graph paper out there. Well, not graph paper. What do you call that with little squares?
0: Uh, the, oh crap.
2: Whatever that paper is with the little blue squares. Yeah. You know
0: I mean? Crappy math paper. She'll and make and the screen. maps.
2: She will find the way through the dungeon. So I'm bringing her along. She gets to be on the team. Um, they also love the, uh, petting zoo We get, like, if you pay a buck and you get a handful of, like, oatmeal or whatever the heck they feed the goats and the goats eat other hands and they love that.
0: No, no, no. You're supposed to eat it yourself and be like, ha, stupid goats. I paid a dollar for this. <laughs> so there's
2: that. Um, there's some other little kid stuff. Oh, the, uh, the uh, hay pyramid was pretty cool. So there's this giant pyramid made out of hay, but they make holes in it so you can crawl through it. Nice. But my daughter is like 11, and she's actually almost too big for it. So that was pretty funny. <laughs> like sh-
0: she's like, she's like, hey, uh, can we get these spread out just a little bit, guys? This is not easy for almost a teenager. So it's trade off. She
2: gets the wisdom and experience to get through the corn maze, but now her she's too big to fit in that. Well, she's fit, but she had to sh- shoulder like soldier crawl like with her yeah, elbows. Yeah. But they had a great time. Uh, We had fun watching them. Um, My favorite thing, what should I say for last, was the uh, pumpkin uh, slingshots.
0: Oh, I saw photos of that.
2: So you got like these kind of like telephone poles, maybe, I don't know, 30 feet high, with uh, surgical tubing between them and a little leather pouch. And you load up a little tiny pumpkin, like one the size of, oh, I don't know, um, smaller than a basketball, bigger than a softball. And you launch it. A
3: volleyball.
2: Yeah, it's just a small, small pumpkins. So you launch it, great. and you try to hit these uh, barrels filled with water that are sort of angled. And if you get it, you get a little prize. And I got really close on one of them. Um, it like sheared the side off the pumpkin, so I got like a piece of the pumpkin in the barrel. But anyway, that's always my favorite part is shooting pumpkins.
0: So what's the prize?
2: Um, you get to choose. It's a uh, candy, a T-shirt, or like a little um, like craft scarecrow.
0: And what does the T-shirt say, Tim?
2: It says, "I survived the corn maze."
0: <laughs> it's like from a different farm, too. They're just like, oh,
2: Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you get all that stuff for ten bucks, and we were there for like I don't know, two hours. It was definitely
0: it was. Oh wow, that's awesome.
2: And we always go early because when we left, there was massive traffic. It was awful getting in and out of there. We just- was it really? Yeah, you do not want to go. You do not want to start past one p.m. You want to go ten or eleven a.m. if you can. Which we did. Okay. It was cool. It was fun. So we did that. Um, then the next, very next day, it was my brother-in-law's birthday, uh, Steve, who has his own podcast occasionally called Steve. Steve told you. Steve told you. His last episode was about the graduate. Um, it was pretty funny. Um, so it was his birthday, and I got him a pretty sweet present. Um, unfortunately, it's really hard to – I'll have to describe it. There's no audio really for it. There is audio, but you won't really know what it's it's about. I sent a video to you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was awesome.
2: So it is like a bounty hunter's handbook, um, like from Star Wars, the Boba Fett handbook. And it's got all sorts of other cool things in it, like a wanted poster for Han Solo and like a shipping manifest and all this other fake stuff. But what's cool about it is all of this stuff is inside this metal case. And um, you press the sides, and it starts lighting up, and little LEDs flash along the front. And then you insert a clear, like, um, key it's, It looks like a credit card into the front, and the box beeps and slowly opens up. And it's really cool. Um, these were sold out for a long time. There's um, different ones, different books. There's the one for the Sith. There's one for the Rebellion. Uh, there's a Jedi one. He wanted the, uh, the Bounty Hunter one because Boba Fett's a big deal for him back, when, back in the day. Nice. Um, so I did manage to find one that was uh, new. Um, these The the Sith model, not the one that I got, but the Sith model, are going on eBay for over $200.
0: Holy crap. Right.
2: So these are... Does
0: it actually open by itself and everything?
2: Yeah. There's, well, you I mean, you have to push buttons, but...
0: Yeah, of course. But
2: there's little motors or whatever in it. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. How much was it?
2: Um, I got it for the retail price of $60. Nice.
0: But it was
2: not available right away. I kept looking. It took me three weeks until I found it.
0: Really? Yep.
2: And I also got, uh, an, uh, remember my hard drive I pulled from my yeah uh, Yeah,
0: yes, 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 yes.
2: I put it in an enclosure and gave it to him because he maintains the Plex server for all of my off- online movies.
0: Oh, nice. We're pretty
2: much building our own Netflix. Like, we legitimately have a library that rivals Netflix at this point with uh, movies and TVs so that we've ripped from our collections.
0: That's awesome. So
2: I gave him another two-terabyte drive for that. That was something I just gave to him earlier, but I said, here's your boring present. I will get you a cool present later, and uh, Sunday I did.
0: That's awesome. So, those are really the only two... Apparently Google is talking to you.
2: Yes, shut up, Google. Go talk to Siri or something.
0: Plexi, Tim. Plexi.
2: Tell me about your week, Zach.
0: Well, this week, guys. This week, let me tell you. This week was extremely long, so... Um, Did you
2: have eight days in your week?
0: I had nine. Wow. It was it, was, it was fucked up. So I'm getting ready to head to Las Vegas next week for a trade show, which I think we spoke about. Um, and basically anything that could go wrong has gone wrong with that. They, like, came and picked up all my booth and everything. And then, like, all of a sudden last night I got like an email that like my credit card was declined. And I'm like, what the fuck? So, like, I go and look at it, and they're, like, trying to charge me, like, an extra, like, Thirteen hundred dollars for shipping, and I'm like, Whoa. "Well, that shit." And I was like, "So I could call them today, and they're like, like, yeah, well, I don't know what what the problem <laughs> is.'" And I was like, "That that's not the price you guys quoted me." So then, like, they were like trying to charge me like four grand or something like that, forty nine hundred dollars over.
2: Would that be like? Did they say twelve hundred? I mean, how much more?
0: It was like twelve hundred over. Like, they're supposed to be like thirty nine hundred dollars. It was like twelve hundred dollars over that, hmm. and then like. I was like, well, I'm not paying that. You guys guaranteed $3,900. So then they, like, BS'd around for a few hours, and they came back, and they are like, oh, you're right, okay, so we'll take that off. And then, so we're going to give you, like, $200. So they, like, lowered it down to, like, $3,500 or something like that. So it took, like, $400 off for me. And then, like, after I paid for it, she's like, okay, so once the booth has uh, arrived back at your warehouse, we'll call you for the other $3,600. I was like, no fucking way, like... Yeah, it's $3,600 for both ways. Like, total. It was $3,600 total. That's what you guys guaranteed me. Did you have it writing like, anywhere? Yeah, I had all the emails. Oh, sweet. So like, I got to, like, BS back and forth and dick back and forth with them again. And then finally they were like, well, it looks like you're right. I was like, well, no fucking shit. <laughs> really? I was like, no shit. So in, um, like, the whole entire time I'm having a heart attack, because this is, like, the first time I've booked a show by myself. And I was like, oh, God, I to, uh, uh, fucked everything up. And then, uh, then it turned out that I got us actually more money off from dicking around for a year for like a year doing this crap. So, um, And then today, well, not today. Wait, laptop experiment. Oh, yes. Then, like, this week and um, last weekend, so I had the amazing idea after screwing out with Tim's Alpha to take my Alienware laptop and hdmi it into my tv like an alpha get the wireless dongle for the xbox one controller which should be here next week which i'll be gone for but it'll be here next week wired my xbox one controller into my laptop and played my laptop as an alpha onto the tv and let me tell you it worked amazing sweet yes
2: so you did have a cord that's long enough for the moment
0: I had to go buy one. That's cool. I had to go buy one, and then I thought about it. Like I'm on the, I'm gonna be on the road a couple times this year with work. So I was like, well, sometimes like there's not a charger like right next to my bed. And I like to keep my cell phone on the bed when I'm staying in a hotel. <laughs> so I was like, whatever. This cord is like ten feet long now, and it can get my phone to the bed no matter where the hell the outlet is. So cool. Yep. So I did that. And then speaking of kind of going back to your guys' pumpkin patch thing, the next day, which would have been Sunday, yep. you mentioned was pouring down rain. Yes, it was. And so I had to clean some leaves because my hand actually just got cleared to do some physical duty. And duty. <laughs> and uh, So <laughs> I went outside to clean up leaves, and uh, it was a torrential downpouring and i got soaked to the bone it was awesome
2: that doesn't sound fun at all
0: but my front yard's clean until about a half hour later when the winds kicked in and then now it's full do you of have an asshole leaves.
2: neighbor like me with a big tree
0: <laughs> i yeah and i'm the asshole neighbor with a big tree so i have like like my asshole neighbor right now all of his leaves fall right now and then right when his leaves are done then my leaves fall and i'm like God, i fucking can't you guys yeah, coordinate like, fall at the same time well, I've decided I'm going to cut my trees down and then I'm just going to accidentally tell them to cut his tree down too.
2: My neighbor just trimmed the heck out of his big tree in his yard and uh, left that's a big cool. pile of uh, branches and I wandered by. Oh, uh,
0: dude.
2: No, 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 no. I wandered by and I'm like, hey, what are you doing to do with those? And I'm like, I don't know. So I stole them and now I have um, fuel for next summer for my fire pit in the back.
0: Oh, that's good. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to burn stuff. And burn. Burn it. Yeah. That's awesome. So I did that, and then along with a few other little things of life going on, it's just been a really long week. But that makes for some good gaming when you're up all night long. Yeah. So might as well. Might as well. What's your uh, what you've been playing, Tim? Um,
2: I can't remember if I mentioned this last one last week, but I just started up Slender Man: The Arrival, just in time for Halloween. Ooh. Um. And that's on the Wii U they it's on all sorts of other platforms. what I have is on the Wii U, so I tried it with the um the Wii U version has the option of controlling it with the nunchuck and the Wii mote and if you do that, you get to point the flash
3: <coughs>
2: excuse me flashlight with the Wii mote, which is kind of fun for about ten minutes and then your arm gets tired so huh. I went back to controlling it with the uh, tablet and the game is a little repetitive um. You're in an area and you're basically trying to find a number of things before Slenderman catches you. But once Slenderman shows up, that's when it gets like good because it it freaks you out. Like everything goes like staticky and fuzzy and like really? Slenderman is just like he just like materializes wherever he wants to. you know, go around the corner and he's just there. And it's it's freaky. Huh. So I'm wa- I'm playing I I only let myself play the game late at night with the lights off and, and it's good. That's stupid. How the hell did you do that? I do I played some more Transformers Devastation as well. And that's still fun. Punching robots is fun. Transformers, robots in disguise. Um, I played about 10 minutes of the game that you played and finished. I'll let you talk about. Woohoo! Um, But this game, um, I had a bit of issue with it on PlayStation. So the game is uh, Tales from Borderlands. So I booted up, and I know the episode's released because everybody's talking about it on Twitter. And I go into the menu, and it says, Releasing Soon. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe the game just, maybe you have to download it from the store. So I went to the store, couldn't find it. I rebooted the system, and then I went back to the store, and I was able to find, by going through the first episode... There was add-ons for the first episode. It was really complicated. so it took.
0: I'm just saying your PlayStation edition of this game sounds ridiculously stupid. Well, what's I'm annoying just is I
2: have a Steam version of it, and I could install it, but then I would lose all my progress.
0: And I'm just saying it sounds like it really sucks, dude.
2: So anyway, I got it going finally, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes later, something, um, for the download time. And then I got about ten minutes in, and then it just stuck on a loading screen. I'm like, "Screw this!" I went and made a sandwich, and I haven't played the rest of it. Which is too bad because I hear it's awesome. And I'm going
0: its amazing. So I'll just go ahead and
2: let you talk about you about it since you actually played it.
0: So uh, Tales from the Borderlands, guys. I don't really want to talk about because Tim hasn't played it, and then he's not gonna want to play it. But all I'm saying is, like, right off the bat, it reminded me of Game oh, of Thrones. Oh damn it. And I was just like, I messaged him, and I was like, uh, uh, you might actually want to play Game of Thrones over Tales from the Borderlands, I'm just saying, it's really effed up. (laughs) But it's really cool how they tie everything together, and I hope they do another one. It would be so
2: cool. Does it seem like they left it open for that?
0: Uh, not really. I think they tied everything up, but I think they could come up with another really cool story. Um... Like, a whole different angle. Like, maybe they go after a different vault or something, but it's really cool. Well, I mean, they
2: did come up with all new characters, so.
0: They did. And, uh, so it's awesome and really depressing all at the same time. And I'm just saying, Tim, you might want to play Game of Thrones and then play this, or play this, and then you want to play Game of Thrones and feel better about yourself. I'm just saying.
2: I'm going to cheer up with Game of Thrones?
0: Yeah! That's
2: messed up. Usually, I, know, right? I usually play Tale from Borderlands to cheer up from Game of Thrones.
0: I think the Tales from the well, Borderlands... Well, good thing we have a
2: Minecraft, then.
0: Yes, exactly. Which is another game I played. Did, did uh, you finish I, the first did, episode? I did. So, do you want to talk about it?
2: Go for it. I mean, you just just finished it. You talk about it.
0: So, Minecraft Story Mode, guys, uh, just came out. Episode 1. Episode 2 is actually out today, which is crazy, because Episode 1 just came out. Um... But anyways, you follow a male or female, deciding on, depending on who you want to uh, play as, uh, what sex you want to play as, named Jesse. Um, is either, I chose as a male, I'm assuming uh, you did as well, Tim. I
2: did, but now I'm kind of curious who the female voice is.
0: Um, I think it it's is... It's Patton Oswalt for
2: the male voice. but
0: it, uh, He probably did the female too, don't worry about he it. He probably
2: could. He's he goofy probably, enough.
0: He's pretty crazy little guy. Um, crap, that doesn't change that. So anyways, you start out by having to go to a build competition. I can't remember what the name of the competition actually like is. Maker
2: Conference or something. Something Maker.
0: MakerCon Is that what it something is? Something like that. Yeah, it's something like really techie. And you're like, a part of this like nobody like knows team like they know you but like you're never like you're not that great of a builder definitely the underdogs you're definitely the underdogs and there's like your like badass rivalry team that like comes out and they got the cool leather jackets (laughs) matching leather jackets matching leather jackets his name is lucas is the head of that team Mm -hmm. um did you choose to take your pig or did you leave your pig i took my pig i took my pig too so you have a pig guys that follows you around and he's really cool he's a badass pig and he like has a funny little personality of his own. He
2: cosplays. He's a cosplaying pig.
0: He's a cosplaying play- pig as a dragon, and he does a pretty good dragon roar. He's like, <laughs> it's pretty cool. He did a lot better than I did, but uh, anyways, um, I'm trying to think of what else. Okay, so you're at the MakerCon, and something happens to scare the pig. I can't remember what the hell happened.
2: Isn't it the fire?
0: Oh yeah, the guy from your rivalry team starts a fire with lava. To, with lava. A lava, a lava eight-bit cube. He pours it and starts a fire that's gonna burn down. What did your you build, display. by the way? What
2: what uh, did you make your? Oh
0: yeah, I built a zombie. Okay,
2: me too. Would you A do? zombie as well?
0: Ah oh, fucking A. I I mean that's not surprising
2: um, since you like The Walking Dead. That you picked a zombie.
0: Yeah. What what? Well, you like scary shit. a zombie, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I didn't want to choose a Minecraft thing, so I was like, fuck it, zombie. I was like, the rest of them are strictly Minecraft. There's like a creeper and something else. I was like, I've never heard of the other thing, it has to be Minecraft. So I was like, fuck it, I've heard of zombies before, and they're not only zombie or they're only not. Meanwhile, when I'm
2: playing, my like seven year old's like in the background going, that's a blah blah dragon, or it's because it's uh, not just a dragon, there's another word for it Ender Dragon, or.
0: Yeah, the Ender Beast.
2: Yeah, Ender Beast. It's something else dragon. Yeah. Whatever, he knew all the names.
0: That's crazy. Yep. I, I'm going to have to come talk to him. But anyways, um, so after that, your pig runs away. Did you decide to go after your pig, or did you stay with your thing?
2: I went after the pig.
0: God damn it, so did I. So you went after the pig, guys? Well,
2: the other guys, the rest of my team could take care of um, putting out the fire by the the zombie. Like, I don't need to stay with them.
0: Yeah, but they didn't stay there, did yeah, they? Yeah, mine did. Oh, mine didn't.
2: Oh, your team sucks.
0: My team sucks. My team was like, oh, the pig! Everybody, let's go. There's bacon probably. Oh, so they went with you. Yeah, they went with me.
2: So mine stayed with the zombie, and we ended up winning the competition. What? Yeah.
0: I fucking lost. Uh Uh-huh.
2: I I won the competition. They stayed behind. I went by myself.
0: That's crazy. Okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Lucas had to congratulate me and everything.
0: That's insane. The rest of
2: the team was all, like, douchey about it, but the the league guy, Lucas, was actually pretty gracious.
0: That's cool. Um, we're going to talk about Lucas here in a second. Yep. Um, so I went out I've noticed something, out the Zach.
2: Both of our throats are already dry. I think we should
0: we should really just do our tasty treats now. and just... yeah, I don't have my tasty treats. I know. All right, guys. Minecraft story mode. <laughs> More talking to commence <laughs> after this commercial break. Uh, we should probably really finish like commercial...
2: the rest. Right, I'm just trying guys. to get out of the segment you know I love.
0: Uh, you got a whole... Last week's questions, and we were, we we're just gonna come right back. We'll talk about the third game. But anyways, um, so we go out, we save the save the awesome pig. You find a burning dragon in the ground, and you're like, oh no, yeah, cause it, oh no, his costume's on fire. Mm,
2: and you, you think it's him, but it's just his costume. That was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, and I was uh, the whole entire time. I was just thinking, oh, I'm imagining like some
2: pig. kid, like some six year old playing the game, totally crying, thinking that your pig is burned, and then it's not.
0: Probably, so. Uh, you have a choice out in the woods. Did you tell your pig to run, or did you keep him behind you? Told him to run. Me too, and he hates you for that. He's like, "You asshole! You made me run!" And I was like, oh, "Whatever, fatty." <laughs> but uh, so you go down, and you meet a girl named. Ooh, what is her name? Petra. Yep. Petra. Right, and uh, you build a sword because you break your sword fighting the zombies and the. Creepers, I think they're called.
2: Wasn't there like spiders on a bridge? Oh, spiders! There was a that's bunch right. Of that's crap on the bridge. Well, actually, that's yeah. later. That that was with Petra.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. With you Pet do a couple champion. fights. This, yes, fight. I'm
2: talking about a second fight.
0: So you do this whole thing with her. You're crossing a bridge after you build your sword. That was kind of cool. And that is when the a mass amount of creepers and zombies start coming. And that's when they cut to the Welcome to a Telltale Games. So I got. I was like a half hour in, forty minutes well,
2: in. Yeah, except not just do like, they cut to that. What happens is you're surrounded on a bridge and so there's
0: and you have
3: to
2: jump you have to jump off the bridge. And as you're falling like hundreds of feet to the water below, the credits scroll past you as you're falling.
0: Yeah, so it was, was pretty super cool. cool. It was really cool. Telltale so is making the... some
2: amazing like I love the uh, um credits for episode four of Tales and Borderlands. Yeah. During the spaceship launch. And this awesome. was equally well, – maybe not equally as epic, but almost as epic.
0: It was almost as epic. If you guys want to check it out, I will post it on this episode, episode 65, um, on the ButtonSmashers.com. Or you guys can just head over to our Twitter page. I actually tweeted it out at Minecraft. That's right. I tweeted the Minecraft uh-huh.
3: at
2: <laughs> love underscore
0: and underscore play underscore. I was like, I fucking hate Minecraft, but this Telltale shit is awesome.
2: I, th- and, I say we uh, should leave the rest of the story. Um for the listeners to experience. Give them a little taste. Uh, was, there,
0: okay.
2: was there a decision you really wanted to cover? No. No, there was. You want to talk about Lucas, don't you? No.
0: No, it's fine. It's fine. Guys, before we go any further, I have a little bit, just to let my throat kind of requench itself. Here is meeting the cast of Minecraft Story Mode. Minecraft story
2: mode is where it's like those choose-your-own-adventure books where you get to pick actions and make decisions
1: that then change the outcome of the game and change the outcome of this whole massive story. There are choices that the player has. There is power that the player has that that player has nowhere else. Here we go. Well, if you've played Minecraft and gone, I wish there was story. Now there is. Epic choose your own adventure quest, set in the world of Minecraft, where you build your own destiny. It's a, a group of people who get together to go on an amazing epic journey. There's gotta
0: be something bigger going on here.
2: faster we find what we're looking for, the faster we can get the
1: heck out of here.
0: Where do these stairs go? They go up. There will be a really wide audience for Minecraft Story Mode. Kids will definitely like it, but I don't feel like it panders to kids or tries to play down to kids, so I think adults will really like it too. There's there's no
3: sort of defining group, at least to me, that play Minecraft. I mean, it's just kind of, everybody just plays
2: it. story to me Idiots. is really important, and those are the games that I get into more, so you want to finish
1: it and see how it ends. Everything's about passion and inspiration. It's more fun for you if you're as passionate and inspired as the people who actually created this game. I know there's a lot of people out there that are wondering how exactly Minecraft and Telltale fit together. Don't think about it, just play it.
0: There are choices
1: and hidden choices and if you think you have explored every possible variation I guarantee you there are other hidden experiences you can have. This is the most epic tale that Telltale has ever put together.
0: Super cool. Yep. So that's a little bit, a little bit behind the scenes of the cast. Um, Patton Oswald is the main speaker there, as you guys can probably tell if you know who Patton Oswald are. He Oswald is he's a funny guy. Um, crap, I'm kind of blanking on what shows he's been on, but he's been on a lot They're of on stuff. Agents
2: of Shield. Um, wasn't.
0: No, like a long time ago. Like, what did he get it big for? I can't remember.
2: It wasn't Parks and Recs, was it? No. What? It was a comedy, though. A yeah, comedy that I didn't see, so that's the problem. Was it Community?
0: No, now it's going to bug me. Oh, crap. It's a comedy. Okay. I know
2: he's famous for it. I didn't see it, so I can't help you.
0: Hold on. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Look, 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 looking it up. I got another game to talk about, too, but hold on. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you don't hold know on, Jack. On, hold on, hold on. I don't know Jack. Oh, hold on you assholes. I'm just looking at Reno nine one one. Uh television, here we go. Seinfeld, that's where he's from. Video store clerk. Um oh wait, he's only on one episode. I do recognize him from that though. Where the hell is he from?
2: We've been around.
0: The King of Queens! The King of Queens, that's where he's from. There we go. I knew I knew him from something. Jesus.
2: But, yeah, he's really good in it. Which makes me wonder, um, if you're not playing as a male, like who the female lead is.
0: That's true. I don't know. We should check into yep. that. All right, guys. So, like you said, you don't know Jack. I played Jackbox Party Pack 2. That was another inspiration for moving the Alienware uh, laptop out to the living room. Because um, I got my hands on that. We played some Fibbage 2, the wife and I. Um, if you don't know Jack... Um, If you don't know about You Don't Know Jack or the Jackbox Party Packs, this is the Party Pack 2. Um, It's a game that you uh, type into a URL, a web browser on your smart device, Mm -hmm. type in the password on the TV, and type in your name. And you join a server for your specific party and you only play with the people that are in your room with you. Uh, Or that you call up and tell to do this i guess but they would never be able to see what the hell the question is so well, i guess you could technically read it before on fibbage but that's about it um jackbox party pack came with two games that were two players fibbage 2 which is like a uh game of it reads off a bunch it reads off a question and depending on how many players there are it depends on how many real answers get thrown up on the screen, and you have to decipher which is the true answer and um, try to guess that one. If you guess the wrong one and it was like a party member-created answer, then you lose points. If you get it right, you gain points, and at the end of it, the highest points wins. Um, my wife and I had a ton of fun playing Fibbage 2, just the two of us. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was actually funny... A lot of the times, we'd have the same exact answer, and we'd both be like laughing and be like, "Ha ha, ha. Like she's never gonna guess mine, <laughs> and like neither one of us like would choose it. And then I'd be like, "I wrote like, like smelly breath or something like that." My wife's like, "I wrote smelly breath." I was like, "God damn it! Neither one of us were gonna guess that one." Then that sounds and like fun uh, though.
2: Um, if we have enough devices. I think we could play at my house with the all four of dude, us. Dude,
0: let's do that it. Would be It'd fun. be awesome. Your kids would even love oh, it. I think it's they would. hilarious. Um, we definitely have enough devices because any device, even a laptop, that you can get a web browser on. Oh,
2: I have more than enough then. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh,
0: we Probably also have enough played...
2: for 10 players.
0: I think you can go up to like nine or something That's on cool. that one. Yeah, we also played Bomb Corp. What's which that? Is uh, Bomb Corp. Uh, you remember that game from uh PAX, the VR game where one player has the VR headset on, the other player has a big manual. Yes, an old school paper manual of a bomb, and the person with VR is trying to explain it to them, right. and they're trying to find how to defuse the bomb. Yep, yep. Bomb Corp is a dumbed down man's version of that.
2: Okay.
0: Bomb Corp is a bomb on the screen. Your device has uh your phone or tablet or laptop has Clues or things. Each device has different clues on it, and you have to decipher which rules, uh, which clues eliminate each other, which clues pertain to this bomb, and figure out which wires are cut within the allotted amount of time. Now, the funny part was, is, uh, we played the story mode on that. There's a There's seven a day, mode? yeah, like you're a new hire okay to the, uh, Bomb Corp, and you have to last a week, and then after a week, then you win. <laughs> and, uh, So my wife and I played, and we did really well up until like Wednesday rolled around, and then like after that point, for some reason, like the whole entire time I had I had like majority of the things on my screen. Well, then it started splitting. Like I'd have three and she'd have two. Well, like she like wouldn't read the second one, and then it like one of mine would be like cut all the green wires. And then like she like for some reason didn't think that I need to know that her rule said, no matter what another rule says, do not cut green wires. So like I'd cut a fucking green wire and the bomb would blow up no. and we'd have to start over again. So finally, like my wife's like, Oh, this is really fun. We're really communicating well. And then like she like did that like five times in her own and is like, I can't fucking play this game with you, goddammit. It's like you got fucking communication. Just fuck this game. And like Finally, like I was just pissed. And she's like, We're not, I'm not having very much fun. I was like, if you read the fucking instructions, we'd be having a blast. I was like, gee, now not that fucking difficult.
2: But this game sounds a little more stressful than the last one.
0: It is a, it's a lot more stressful. Especially when I was like, I just want to beat the damn game. So there's a game laid out, and I want to beat are it. Are
2: those the only two games that come in the party pack? or
0: No, there's other ones, but they're above two players, oh, okay. so we didn't get the chance to play them. So Ooh. if we got all together, we could play them, and then we could talk about it. That'd them. be cool. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, we should do that. So, that's what I did this week, guys. My voice is about ready to go out. All right, so I will so, uh, take the next part. through this.
2: So, last week we asked you a question about your favorite Nintendo 64 memory, and we got some responses. Thank you. Kristan um, says, having my friends stay over in the summer holidays and having a long beast of gaming session of GoldenEye, Mario Kart, and Diddy Kong Racing with only bathroom and food breaks in between game matches. The occasional mom appearing out of nowhere to tell you to do your chores and your friends had to help or no more games. That's how.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come uh, on, guys,
2: do our chores really quick and get back to Diddy Con Racing. Yeah, exactly. Hey,
0: hey. I need to go then, That
2: that sounds like really good memories, though. It does. Uh, Blake says, "I remember playing Star Fox and my child mind being blown away. I also thought at the time the controller was rad. Well, he was a kid; kids don't know better. That was a pretty bizarre.
0: Hey, hold on! You're telling me that the controller was not rad?
2: No, you had it had three spots to hold it. Not
0: I know, right? Uh, That's stupid. awesome.
2: No, I mean, it, it was weird.
0: You guys are stupid. No, you don't know
2: it. There was no physical way to hold that controller.
0: There was too, and I will show you next time I see you.
2: That you could access everything all the same. Yes. Naturally. Yes. There's three. Okay, how many hands?
0: Five. Right. Well, I will show you. Are you
2: playing with your penis as one of the hands or something? Like?
0: Well, I am very talented.
2: No, that is a bizarre controller.
0: I. It's awesome.
2: Well, okay. Then how come the um, Game...
0: Just shut your face.
2: GameCube had a completely different controller.
0: Because GameCube's
2: gay. Actually, GameCube was pretty cool.
0: Shut your face. GameCube was more powerful than the
2: PlayStation 2 or the Xbox. And it was tinier. It was that cool little system. And you could play...
0: uh... And it had like a little thing in the back so you could pick it up and just swing it as you walked down the road. Me and my GameCube. Yep.
2: It was like a very Macintosh-looking system. It was like...
0: Uh, You just had to turn a gig in, didn't you? It was cool. It was a
2: cool little tiny system. It was I'm seeing how much I can know you right now. All right. Anyway, Q says, playing Mario 64 for the first time, being stunned by the amazing 3D graphics for its time. I love that game. It's one of the few Mario games I've completed. So I agreed with him. That was my choice. Um, Yeah, it was a good game. It was a really good game. I can't remember. Did it come with the system or just launch with the system? I think It launched with the system. Did you get a game when you with the 64? Did, did, well, because that stopped for a while, you always got a game with the system,
0: yeah. And see, I did not. So, um, I think, like, I think technically, Star Fox, uh, and a rumble pack,
2: they weren't giving away Star Fox, were they?
0: I think my mom ended up because I got it like the year after it came out.
2: Because oh, like yeah, after, first, after a couple years, they always bundle stuff, but.
0: Yeah, so I believe, like, it, it came in a separate box. I remember that. I think it was, like, bundled, like, hey, if you buy this, you get this for free. Um, but I'm not positive. I know for a fact I did not get a game inside of my X, or my uh, N64 box. So. Hmm. Yes.
2: And lastly, Joel um, says 007 and Diddy Kong Racing. So it sounds, sounds like you'd like Sweet. to compete. 007
0: and Diddy Kong Racing were awesome. Um diddy kong was awesome because there was air races Mm -hmm. water races and then land races and then there was a whole bunch of other cool shit i remember one was like an airplane and like you'd have to like fly to the center of the map pick up an egg fly back to your nest drop off the egg and like you have to do this collectively and the thing was like you could go around and steal other people's eggs and fuck them over by taking their eggs back to their nest or dropping them off be like hi fucker you don't have your eggs in your (laughs) basket anymore I remember doing that to my cousin. He'd be like, Haha, I'm winning. I got two eggs in my basket. i like, Not anymore, dickbag. Thanks for saying it out loud. And like, fly over to his nest and take the eggs and like drop them off. And he'd be like, Oh, all my eggs are gone. I was like, That's because you opened your mouth. <laughs> it was awesome.
2: Uh, Sounds like you were fun to play with.
0: Yes. All right, guys. It just came to that time right before the music break. Tim?
2: Well, do you like getting soaked to the bone? Do you like getting torrential downpours where the sky opens up and rains dark fury onto you, just drenching your skin with liquid hate? That's what happens to you when the universe knows that you haven't liked us and us on iTunes. If you would like that to happen to you, go ahead and continue as you were. Or if you would like the clouds to part, angels to sing, and this golden ray of sunlight to grace your forehead as you step out your front door, proceed to iTunes Leave us a glowing review telling us how awesome we are. Stars or happy faces or whatever they use on that crazy place. Um, Go ahead and go on Stitcher too because why not?
0: Golden penises. Rate us five golden penises. Five golden
2: dongs, yes. All of the dongs.
0: PlayStation dongs, And then you will not be
2: uh, dumped on by the heaven above. (laughs) All right. Can we drink now?
0: Yeah. We'll be right back after this music break, guys. Peace! treats in hand and before we go any further that was another song and possibly the last one for a while brought to us by party hard guys that game is awesome it keeps me partying i'm going to vegas next weekend and i've got some ideas of how to party hard oh, dear. in vegas so
2: i i do have to mention that on the way to the pumpkin patch we were probably the only family in america listening to the party hard soundtrack it's on awesome. the way to get our pumpkins
0: by the way, there's also an episode of Party Hard, or a map of Party Hard, that is actually held in Las Vegas. So I'm not saying I'm going to recreate it, but I'm going to recreate it.
2: <laughs> well, I hope no law enforcement are listening to this episode.
0: Exactly. Don't show this to your wife.
2: Thank you. All right, I'm ready to dive into our tasty treats.
0: Let's do it! Let's! Well Let's do let's this. Let's do
2: it. Um, let's do this. So, just to hold it off a little bit longer, today Damn. is National Beer Day. Um, which means nothing, because it's not an official holiday. It should be. We should all have the day off from work and be able to drink beer. Maybe someday we can knock Columbus Day or some other stupid holiday off and make National Beer Day a real official holiday. But it is, nonetheless, National Beer Day today. Dude,
0: Columbus is, like, dead. Like, He's dead,
2: some- and from what I hear, he was a douche anyway, so...
0: And he wasn't the first one here anyway, no. so it doesn't matter. Vikings
2: were here first, and... Yeah, I'm pretty sure Vikings, and
0: they liked beer. They liked
2: mead, but that's close enough.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: Columbus probably drank tea or some other sissy drink. Uh,
0: he probably drinks something like Q, curry or
2: something. <laughs> I don't think you drink curry, although Q might as well.
0: Yeah. Anyway. I think Q has curry in his coffee, so I'm pretty sure it's a Christopher Columbus drink.
2: So, um, moving away from that disgusting image, um, onto the finer that, things like beer. Um, so, I wanted to have a special beer for today, uh, something a little more refined than, uh, than even normal. Um, so, I went to a um specialty shop and picked up a six pack of ballast point sculpin
0: Ooh, Our, it's got a cool little fish on it, it. has a
2: blowfish, really cool label um this is arguably one of the best ipas you can get i think any conversation about the best ipas will probably come around to this one no matter what company you're in if if you are in an, an audience that knows their beers um this is a trophy beer it's one awards um
0: are you telling me that it's not going to go to Mandela every time you talk about the best IPA around? It's really
2: not. Like, you can't have... I mean, you got to have your day-to-day beers, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying today, something a little special. Okay. Well, I don't have a list of the awards they've won, but they have won gold medals with this. Um, they hopped this ale at five separate stages. So you've Whoa. probably heard of double hopping or, you know. And that's pretty cool.
0: This is not... This is Cinco Hopping?
2: Yes. There's not even a word for it as so many hops. So, they... I
0: just said it. Cinco Hopping.
2: So, I'm going to read directly from their page. The result ends up being a gold medal winning IPA whose inspired use of hops creates hints of apricot, peach, mango, and lemon, but still packs a bit of a sting, just like the sculpin uh, fish on the label. So, it's... There's layers. You really got to just close your... Close your eyes and
0: just close your mouth.
2: No, open your mouth. Close your eyes. (laughs) This this beer has layers. You're not gonna taste exactly the same thing at the first sip as when it goes down your throat. So that being said, enough stalling. Let's crack this baby.
0: Close your eyes, open your mouth, and just let it happen, guys. Here we go.
2: Uh, So dirty. I'm drinking tonight out of my Chime glass because it's a wider glass and I want a little bit more room for the air to get to it. All right. So, pretty light color. I've got a little bit ahead. I don't know about you.
0: I forgot a glass. I'm drinking out of the bottle. That works. All right. Yeah.
2: Mm. Hmm.
0: It's very good.
2: So, 70 IBUs. Um, 7% alcohol. Uh... It's good.
0: It definitely has a different taste if you let it sit in your mouth mm-hmm. and then swallow it. You can definitely tell that it kind of morphs flavors a little bit. And then after it's um, gone,
2: you do feel that that sting.
0: You do. And actually, you kind of feel it in your, in your the tip of your tongue if you let it just sit there for a second and then swallow it. You'll feel kind of like a little burning sensation. Mm-hmm. Not like a burn, but like a little like zing. Well,
2: there's definitely a lot of... Um, kind of it's fruitier than most ipas
0: i was gonna say i really do have a it's not like a heavy
2: fruit no it's not like oh my gosh it's apricot but it's like exactly it's some kind of fruit sensation so yum very happy this was very good this was an expensive tasty treat but we deserve it damn it
0: thank you tim thank
2: you you're welcome I will uh... So we will continue enjoying our tasty treat, um, trying not to exclaim at its deliciousness, since you, the listeners, aren't having the same opportunity to us. But again, that's Ballast Point Sculpin, if you want to seek it out yourselves. Um, it's brewed in San Diego, but available in finer establishments all over the country. Um, but it brings us now to... Oh, that sentence was terrible. Let's just kick it! <laughs> Let's kick it.
0: All right, guys, let's kick it. And hey, Tim, why don't you kick us off first this week, if you don't mind?
2: Yeah, you just want to drink your beer, you bastard. Well,
0: uh, yes.
2: So today, I am uh, presenting to you, the listeners, the... I have to load this up, because it's a weird word. The U-Biddy? No, U bitty. So Biddy. So um, it's I think I should probably just start with the video. That'll actually explain it better than I could.
0: Sounds
1: good. We are all in love with smartphones and tablets. While you get the hottest phone, the number one tech problem remains. Weak battery life. Introducing Speedy, the first charging cable that not only doubles your charging speed, but also maximizes battery life with healthier, longer-lasting charges. Featuring LED indicators. Magnetic ends, durable exterior, and the right length. Our devices get smarter each year, but the charger still gets messy. It breaks, and it slowly kills the precious battery. So. That's <laughs> Lithium right ion batteries can overheat when charged for too long. Samsung says unplug once charge is complete. And Apple tells us,
0: yeah, unplugged
1: in cases during charging. No, it's
0: a plug and play.
1: Always follow
0: them. Yeah, candy. plug and play.
1: That's why we created U Speedy. Once fully charged, U Speedy cuts off the power completely, so you don't have to unplug removing battery damages overnight, and extending battery life the next day. When you finish syncing, simply touch the button to switch into smart and fast mode. Now, uSpeedy charges your phone twice as fast, cutting your charging time in half. Store uSpeedy using its magnetic ends next to your bed, in your car, on your desk, behind your desktop. Each U-Speedy cable comes with a durable and colorful braided exterior, so no more frayed or tangled cords. You deserve better charging experience. Pledge now, and we'll send you your own U-Speedy.
2: So, this is a really nice charging cable. It comes either in the, was it the Lightning that you Apple people use, or a mini or micro USB Um, It's got the braided cord um, that resists bending and breaking. Um, Like they said, it has a magnet at the end, so you can kind of hang it up next to your bed. It'll just stick stick there. It's got an LED um, at the tip, so when it's done charging, I'm sure it changes color, turns off. Um, But most importantly, it's got different modes, so when it knows it's done charging, it turns itself off, and then there's a button you can push to to charge it twice as fast um, from a... If you plug it into like a laptop, that has 2.3 amps going into it. So um, this has um, $134,000 pledged towards a $25,000 goal, so it's way overfunded. It still has 37 days to go, um, so it will t- definitely happen. The early birds are all gone. So to get one cable um, is about $19 U.S., and you can get two cables for $33 U.S., so that's actually kind of a better deal or sorry, that's early, 36 U.S. Um, you get to choose, if you want the lightning or the uh, micro USB, you get to choose the color of the cord, you get to choose the length of the cord, so it comes in 1 foot, 3 foot, at 6 foot. Um, with all of the charging cables in my household, and the cheap ones always breaking, this is something I'm tempted to get, um, even maybe at the 4, the four level, which was, uh, let's see, that would be $72 U.S., So it might not be worth it as much for the micro cables because those are pretty cheap, but the lightning cables have a proprietary proprietary thing in them. You can't get lightning cables for that cheap, so it might be worth it for the members of my family who have gone to the dark side and have Apple products, iPads and iPhones and such. Psst.
0: What? Or you could just disown them and destroy them.
2: I I, kind of like them.
0: Bye, Jim's wife.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I'm gonna wake up one day. She's so far has an Android phone, but she bought a really crappy one. And her, She
0: bought she has an iPhone. What the hell are you talking about?
2: That's her work phone.
0: I don't care. Destroy her workplace then. <laughs>
2: um they have lots of people with guns at their workplace. <laughs> that, that that would not go well for me.
0: Um Well, I'm the type of hell blazing type of person. Guns blazing. I'll have to do it for you, buddy.
2: I'm going to be hosting the show by myself. One of these days, probably <laughs> after you go to Vegas. Anyway, probably. that's the use biddy or however you pronounce it. Um, kind of an awkward name, but it looks like a cool product. I am.
0: Looks like a cool I'm product. Thinking of
2: backing it. Um,
0: I kind of want it, but it's a steep price for a USB that I'm like, uh, I got a million well, of these things it, it, later. Well, it
2: is for us, but if you have the lightning cables, you know how much those cost because, they again, they put something proprietary in there. So just a generic one.
0: Stupid Apple. It won't
2: work. A generic one won't work unless you have the right chip or whatever in it.
0: So, yeah. That's crazy. That's
2: the usability. All
0: right, guys. I have Cam Jammy, which is an awesome world's – First, lightning-fast, bio-inspired robotics. I like robots. That you can build yourself. Yep. So, the robots are perfect for those looking for a fun, spring-to-life, do-it-yourself project that won't break the bank. It's an educational tool for kids that want to get an early start in robotics, engineering, and biology, as well as a great platform for makers that want to dig in and take robotics to exciting new places. So, basically, guys, what this is is a build-it-do-it-yourself in less than an hour, simple drag-and-drop to create behaviors programmable, Bluetooth smart-controlled by your smartphone or tablet, sensor-filled uh, suite packed with sensors to sense the world around it, and Swarm Robotics, a robot-to-robot communication language that is enabled on all of these High-speed, designed to run like the world's fastest animals, and made in the great USA. Robotic animal, anamorphic thing. So basically,
2: to sum up, it's a really fast robot that I could make with my kids, and I could tell my wife it's educational? Yes. I like it.
0: Cool. They are looking for $50,000, guys. They are $27,658, 338 backers, 23 days ago if this sounds like something you'd want to get in on for the Kickstarter special exclusive pricing at $49, it is all yours, which is a 30% off of the retail price, which they are going to be going live at $69. Um, that includes one full body chassis, one character shell of your choice, electronics, motor, rechargeable battery and rivets, iOS and Android app, and no additional tools or parts required for assembly.
2: So you should Um, check out the Kamigami, uh, video to see these little yeah, sure. things speeding around like little man.
0: they're extremely vast and what's
2: interesting is they don't have wheels no they have six little legs like an insect yeah and they are just cruising like just they're tearing just ass on the floor yeah so looks pretty cool
0: looks really cool if for some reason you want to get the dynamite duo you can pay $99 which gets you I don't know why they call it duo was it two? Not the, no. It says you get the. What? Oh, each kit. Okay. Yes, you will get two complete kits, uh, which is the identical replica of what I read earlier. Um, which I guess is technically a little bit of a money saver, but not actually. Uh, not really. But, anyways, it's pretty cool, guys. For $99, you can get two of them. If you want. Uh, if you want 10, <laughs> you can get the
2: classroom pack.
0: Is that Meet the Team Pack? Nope, is I'm that... skipping way ahead. Oh, for $450, uh, dollars, you guys can get the Classroom Pack, yep. which is 10 of them. Or if for $2,500, you can join them at the Cammy Jammy headquarters in San Francisco Bay Area for an exciting time. You get to meet our the founders, hear about their story, behind-the-scenes tour of their lab, an opportunity to, to design their next exclusive shelf for retail sale, dinner with our fun and passionate team, plus take home some amazing swag, including one original art signed by our artist, three personalized Kajammy-Whammy-Whammy-Jammy-Bammy robots, (laughs) two frickin' ramps, and a Kajammy-Bammy-Whammy decal. Please note that the flight and transportation and travel insurance are not included. All you need is your your three Kajammy-Bammy-Whammy robots. They'll pick you up and they'll speed you down to San Francisco Bay Area because these things are faster than lightning themselves. All right. Now, these are actually pretty cool. I'm just not gonna lie. I guess. So you guys really do need to head over to Kickstarter because I'm definitely thinking about backing this because it looks awesome on the little tablet. And I highly recommend you guys head over to thebunsmashers.com and check out the Kickstarter that we posted on episode 65.
2: I think that brings us to news for the week.
0: News and game releases. We had a huge game release this week.
2: Uh, yeah, we did. You just want to jump into that? Yeah.
0: Yeah, we can just, we can just jump Go for into it. it. All right, so today, guys, Halo 5 re-released. So, Halo 5 is a Halo game.
2: It is a game. I've heard it's a game.
0: It's a game. It's a game. It's a fifth game of the Halo series that's numbered... There's other Halo games that aren't numbered, but this is the fifth one that is numbered, and it's on the Xbox One exclusive until somebody figures out a PS4 port.
2: <laughs> so, another game released uh, as well.
0: W- but hold on, we're not done with Halo 5. Halo 5 uh, has a guy named Master Chief, Master who what? is the head pr- the chief okay. of Masters. He's like kind of like the president of the Is he like missing in Obama? this game, though? But no, you can play on his side or against him. And at the end of the trailer that I saw, either he's laying dead or the other guy is laying dead. And they're both in robotic suits. And that's what this whole premise is. Like robotic guys with halos. And they're just shooting each other. And it's cool. And if you can't tell... Halo is a game that started on the Xbox, has gone through the Xbox, Xbox 360 to the PC, down to the Xbox One. Which, funny story, guys, Xbox One is newer than the 360. Pfft, mind blown, I know.
2: <laughs> so, the other big game that released today, I think, or earlier this week.
0: Dude, there's cars in Halo that you drive around in, and that's where. My game has trains. that's where teabagging started in fps for console gamers because they're like "Eh, we can't tap teabag people in the face after we kill them like pc players Uh so xbox finally got it with halo are are you done until i think of something else
2: um so assassin's Creed syndicate came out this week too
0: uh that's actually a pretty cool game as i've actually heard that's a legit along with halo i've heard that's actually pretty legit too guys i'm not gonna lie so. so
2: i i've heard they try to mix it up a little bit not stick totally the same formula which is good because that formula is getting really tired um i heard that you can hide on a train that's always running I heard running through this the, the,
0: the train's always running around and that's like your hub
2: that's your hiding your hiding your hiding spot is a train which is hilarious to me
0: And it's only your train. There's only, like, a couple cars, and they're all yours. So, like, and only assassins are getting on and off the train. And apparently in this Assassin's Creed, they know that you're an assassin. So, I mean, it's really not no, No,
2: buddy. You don't want to get on that train.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, guys, stay back. That's an assassin's only train.
2: That's pretty badass. I've
0: only seen assassins get on and off of there. Nobody else leaves it. Nobody else gets on it. I don't Unless see that. Unless you're the
2: Master Chief, you best step off that train, yeah. son.
0: Unless this is Halo 5's train, you don't get on train. it. That'd be Halo Train. That'd be Halo Train. But the funny thing about Assassin's Creed is uh, I've also heard there's a leveling system now. And since you play as a brother and a sister, I've actually heard that you can... they. As you get XP, they both get XP, but you can level them separately. One of them is a ground impound pound, and which is the male, um, and the female is actually like a sneak assassin. Um, so you can perk them, I guess, if you want to go with like FPS, like Halo references. You can get like perks um, in different slots um, as each one of them levels up throughout the missions. So,
2: I wonder if they've changed the uh, multiplayer around or.
0: There is no multiplayer. There's not. There's no multiplayer. Well, then they have changed it. They have my changed God. it.
2: No multiplayer. Interesting. I know. So this game's been off my radar just because I've kind of gotten burned on the Assassin's Creed series.
0: I've been hearing a ton of good things from this. That's one. good. Not that it's like the best Assassin's so Creed. So I enjoyed. I enjoyed four. Assassin's four was pretty
2: cool. I'd completely skip Unity. Um, I don't know if I'll ever play Unity honestly. Um, but I, I guess I might check this out. What about you?
0: Uh, no.
2: Not ever? Have you played any and, uh, of the Assassin's Creed games?
0: I played and uh, completed the second one 100%. And it was fun. I completed but, I mean...
2: two, Brotherhood, and four. I quit yeah. three. And I never really started Revolutions or whatever it was called.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, the U.S. one?
2: The, last, the one that's after Brotherhood where he's an old man. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't play that one. Um, so yeah, two big games out this week. Huh. But games are always coming out, and more games were announced today. Um, Quantic Dreams, the company that gave us uh, Heavy Rain, and a game before that with a weird title that I can't remember at the moment. Um, Fahrenheit, I think, was one of the the European title, but it had a different title here in America. Um, but huh. they are the the games that are like um, semi realistic looking, like motion capture actors, and it's quick time events. Um, you you know what heavy rain looks like. This game is yeah, this game good. This game is also going to be a Sony exclusive. It's called Detroit. Um, oh, so continue. I will. Um, I'm going to kind of read part of an interview from you for you from David Cage, who is the director of um, My Quantic Dream. Um,
0: before he reads, yes. Halo 5 oh, it's supposed to have been the, the reviewers who actually have had their hands on yeah. Halo 5, and if any of our listeners, <coughs> Jesse, has played Halo 5, because I know for a fact that Jesse has Halo 5, because he's a huge Halo person, and he always talks so much shit about how I bag on Halo, hence I haven't said shit about Halo negatively in this conference, um... Apparently, it's the best multiplayer so far brought to Halo. So that's good since it, it's, it's running at 60 FPS. So is this this
2: this is the second game in the series that 343 has run, right? Didn't they do Halo Four as well?
0: I believe so. That, yes.
2: Since Bungie kind of you know went off to Destin- yeah, Destiny, I believe so. So good on them for um, bringing fresh multiplayer to the Halo series. Yep,
0: exactly. Continue now. All
2: right. So from the director of Quantic Dreams, David Cage. Um, We imagined a world in the near future where androids um, like Kara, I'm kind of jumping ahead in the interview, so he talked about this person, Kara, um, where androids like Kara would look, speak, and move like real human beings. We wondered how we, the humans, would react if we were confronted with a new form of intelligence, how androids conceived as machines would be perceived if they started to have emotions. We didn't want to do another story on AI. There's already so many um, great ones. We wanted
0: to talk about Halo 5
2: we wanted to talk about what it means to be human <laughs> and what it'd be like to be in the shoes of an android discovering our world and our emotions. Really excited to announce that Quantic Dream's new title is called Detroit. So I'm pretty excited about this. Um, Quantic Dream makes interesting games. They're definitely not perfect. I just watched a hilarious video of uh, Heavy Rain where they intentionally miss every single cue during a chase and the guy like slams into cars and like trips over grocery carts and knocks people over it's pretty funny since the whole nice. game's like quick time events they intentionally mess it up it's pretty pretty hilarious but um I, I like androids and science fiction and this looks cool so i'm not sure when this is coming out but um since i have a playstation 4 i'm happy to see another exclusive for it
0: nice
2: so you can go back to talking about halo 5 if you want or whatever
0: yeah i got some League of legend news though Oh yeah yeah, so remember a few weeks ago, or maybe it was a couple months ago, we talked about this Lee Legend douchebag that bought up a pharmaceutical company and took a pill, and I can't remember exactly what the pill did, but it was something that was actually curing... Uh,
2: it had a couple uses. One of them was
0: yeah.
2: treating a parasite or something,
0: but, yeah, it, like killing parasites but the important thing, like
2: it, was, it was $15 when he bought it, and then he jacked up the price to $750 per pill.
0: Exactly. Now, InPremis Im- <laughs> Pharmaceuticals Incorporated, a San Diego-based compounding pharmaceutical company, announced they would sell Daraprim comp- a Daraprim competitor containing the same active ingredient. So like a generic. Exactly. A Generic. Plans to sell 100 capsule bottles for $99 or about 99 cents per pill. And uh, so, so as so a So you're comp- at the store.
2: You've got the choice. Okay, I could buy this bottle where it's $750 per pill. Or I could yeah, buy it. this bottle and it's 99 cents a pill. Which bottle am I going to buy?
0: Well, you're not buying a bottle of 99 of them for or 100 of them at $750 a yeah. pop. So, just saying. But, uh... Since Impermis Pharmaceutical is a compounding company, Impermis does not develop new drugs, but primarily repurposes products already on the market to suit individual prescriptions. For example, if the mass market version does not come in a liquid form or smaller dosages, according to CEO Mark Baum, the Daraprim spinoff is just the beginning. So this guy uh, says that there's going to be many, many more of these to come. He's going to be looking at other companies that are charging ridiculous prices and gouging their wallets um, on medicines that people readily need and that are needed in this world to, cause, or to cure diseases. Um, and he's going to be repurposing his company to fight this. So I just love uh, that
2: guy is just having his lunch taken away from him now.
0: I know, right? And I believe Legal Legend has been. Oh, have they? Mm, Murmuring about him in the background, and there might be something coming oh, uh, I in his it. direction. Please follow up with that um, story if it happens. Yes, exactly. So, uh, uh, presidential candidate Hillary uh, Clinton says price gouging like this is the specialty. Is th- blah, blah, blah. price gouging like this in the specialty drug market is outrageous? Tomorrow, oh wait, that's never mind. Uh, fuck that guy's that out a long time ago. Um, I like
2: that the free market took care of this particular problem. Like, exactly, you're gonna be a douche? Fine, I'll sell it for way cheaper. Screw you,
0: exactly. So, yep, what about
2: you? So, um, there's been a
0: oh, by the way, master Chief, no, as far as I up, know, shut up, master and Go back, and, go back and talk to Cortana. So, he
2: d- so, we've been hearing a lot about No Man's Sky, and some hey, people are super, super hyped for this game. Like, some people I know are actually buying a PlayStation 4. Hey,
0: Cortana, for,
2: okay, I'm, I'm talking about my space game now.
0: Tell me my about
2: space game. Chief. No Man's Sky. We have a date, finally. Because people were saying, is this game really finished? Is it really going to happen? We got a
0: date for No Man's Sky? Yeah,
2: we have a launch date. June uh, 2016. It's fi- finally coming out.
0: Hey, there's something else that we're releasing in June 2016. What's that? There's uh, the PlayStation VR.
2: Right, which makes some cynical people say, what if What if it's a VR-only game? That would suck. Now you have to buy a PlayStation 4 and the whatever probably three hundred dollars at least vr setup
3: exactly
2: i doubt that will happen but i'll bet it's a good chance that they will make it vr enabled so you could play with your vr helmet
0: that'd be pretty cool i'm not gonna lie
2: i'm just glad this game's finally coming out because we have to see if it's as awesome as, as they make it look
0: and then the dash to the center of the galaxy is on yes Giant. And the first person there gets to name the game. No Man's Sky is really not the name of the game. Name it Halo. Pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. We're
2: going to name the They're planet name in the middle Halo.
0: It'd be hilarious. Then they'd be like, the name of the game from now on will be Halo. And then the guys at 343 would be like, ah, fuck. We should have thought of that.
2: So, let's move from Halo to ha- then No Man's Sky. Halloween.
0: Then back. Ha- Halloween. Halloween? Hold on. Hold on one second, though. Oh, uh, Hold on. Hold on. Me holding. Back. Hey Cortana. What's up? Hey Cortana, tell me about Master Chief. Oh, she's typing. Hold on. Why is she not? What the fuck? She... Ah, Windows Ten. <laughs> she's like, I don't want to tell you about the Master Chief. That guy's a dick. <laughs> okay. Hey, tell me about Cortana, goddammit. Uh, Here's some information for you this evening Ah, screw it, what about Halloween, Tim?
2: So Halloween's coming up, Um, we're days away from Halloween
0: Days away Um, I gotta get some eggs
2: So, was that you when you were a kid? Were you the kid that went around with toilet paper and eggs and terrorized
0: neighborhood? Sadly I was not, for some reason I never got into that So
2: what did you do as a kid for Halloween?
0: Uh, like growing up or like like when I was like a teenager Well, did it change? Yes.
2: So let will start exactly. with
0: the kid then. Okay, so as a kid, I was like innocent, and I went around trick-or-treating with my mom and my grandma, and then got candy like a normal kid, and then come home and binge out on candy and then play video games all night long. Nice. Yes. Then when I got in high school, it became, I had facial hair, and one of my cousins had just graduated high school, and I was in college, and I got to go party at his house, so I was partying with 21-year-olds and 18-year-olds and stuff when I was like 15, 16 on Halloween. It was awesome. Hmm. Just going to say, Halloween with a bunch, dr- bunch of drunken college girls is pretty cool.
2: Trick or treat. Well, my Halloween um, as a kid...
0: Well, I gave them a trick because they thought I was older and they gave me a treat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my Halloween was pretty lame as a kid. Um, I had a pretty religious parents, so we didn't do the whole trick or treat thing. There was a couple times where there'd be like a kind of a half-hearted church harvest party. So I'd get...
0: So wait, what happened if kids came to your house? Did your dad like freak out on them?
2: Oh, uh, we turned the light off.
0: What if they still came to your house? Because that doesn't always eh, work.
2: They didn't really. Okay. We had a long, long driveway, so like...
0: Oh, gotcha. They weren't making that trek. They're yeah. like, God, I don't know if that guy's home or not. Plus, we were on uh, a sort of
2: busy street. There was a sidewalk on the other side, but not on our side. Gotcha. So it wasn't a super trick-or-treaty neighborhood. But we didn't get to do the whole trick-or-treaty thing, and... Uh, always ticked me off, so I didn't do that to my kids. My kids get to trick or treat every year, and they love it. Nice. I never did the pranking thing. I definitely didn't do the partying thing. Um, when I became an adult, I kind of tried to catch up for all the Halloweens I missed. And for like five years in a row, we decorated our house like we went nuts. Like one year, we did the seven deadly sins, and that was pretty epic. Nice.
0: Do you have pictures of that?
2: Uh, maybe not digital. This before digital.
0: Oh, like damn. we had a
2: pentagram in one room we had a the bathroom was covered in blood and there was like an actual human tooth in the soap dish
0: no nice. it was gnarly um we had halloween trees halloween trees Well, cool. they, never mind I just, oh i remember that story Tim, Tim's tim's daughter's listening to this. this is inappropriate for this podcast i'll talk to you later after the podcast Tim. yeah
2: yeah. I, I actually remember the halloween tree story it's funny okay cool um we did one of my other favorite years was the uh fairy fairy tales with unhappy endings
0: Oh, nice! So,
2: like, nice. Prince Charming never shows up. We had a skeleton, <laughs> skeleton dressed up as Snow White. Um, we awesome. had actual, like, we made. We had these
0: uh, Rapunzel with no hair. <laughs> I
2: can't remember what the other ones were, but we had um, a forest leading up to our house. We actually had plywood um, cut out and painted, looked like oh, trees. Oh shit! And uh, Cheryl was a little Red Riding Hood. I was a wolf. Um, another year, we did uh, the Bates Motel from uh, Psycho, and I had a silhouette up in the upper window of. Um, mom in her rocking chair and a bloody shower curtain the whole nine yards did area 51 another year um oh that's awesome like alien stuff everywhere
0: wait why are you not doing this anymore it's a lot of work
2: a lot of work a lot of money uh kids man that's the number one answer kids
0: do it for me
2: (laughs) zach wants the halloween experience (laughs) so that was my two halloween things going from nothing to you know actually dressing up my house more than I dressed up me in my costume like some, some awesome. people really get into their costumes and they plan like all year Yeah, and so ridiculous. that leads into our question um, for the week is what what is your favorite Halloween tradition or what do you do for Halloween do you dress up do you I mean you're probably too old to go trick-or-treating but you can still dress up and go to parties or do you even celebrate Halloween at all is it not really a thing for you um, just let us know on Facebook or Twitter or um, in comments on the post for this episode and tell us what is your favorite Halloween tradition.
0: Awesome. Well, guys, that has been episode 65 of the Plug and Play podcast. I am your host, Zach. And... I'm still Tim. And, for, and he's still Tim. So, check us out at facebook.com forward slash plugandplayshow. Check us out at iTunes and Stitcher if you don't want to... Uh, Be poured on. you don't on. want to die. If you don't get poured on. And die of torrential tsunami rake leafing... Leap raking hurricanes yes um check us out at twitter at plug underscore on un- underscore and underscore plan un- what the fuck plug <laughs> and god I D- a- this is a hard one today <laughs> tim do it <laughs> you
2: were right there all
0: right plug underscore and underscore play we'll underscore- just click the
2: link on the post for this episode
0: exactly or you can always check us out at facebook oh shit what the fuck
2: <laughs> what'd you do
0: i have no idea just- did i get
2: just say so your right, set your, so your catchphrase and get us out of here.
0: Till next time, don't forget to prime and what's the other word again? Shine! <laughs> Shine, <laughs> guys. What did you do? <laughs> oh, 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 oh.